Jeff Carlson finishes off taking control of your Apple Watch. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is a fleet visibility solution for Mac, Windows, and Linux that can help you securely scale your business. Learn more at collide.com slash macvoices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the internet with a special deal at nordvpn.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part two in a two-part conversation with Jeff Carlson about his new book on the Apple Watch from Take Control Books. This time around, we finish up that conversation, and so let's go back and let Jeff do the talking. And that's where the book comes in. And like you said, it's it, it because you've gone through and done dug down through a lot of these options and I'll let you tell me how comprehensive you feel it is, but I've always looked at take control books and feel like they're pretty darn comprehensive as far as if I'm looking to be able to do something that is a built-in feature, I'm probably going to find the instructions here on how to do it, or at least until the next edition of the software comes out and therefore the next edition of the book has to come out. So, yeah. um, it, it and it also, you know, in, in perusing through the book, you find out things that the Apple Watch can do things that, you either forgot about or didn't know about and that you would like to do or needed it. And so there are all these benefits to having a guide like take control of Apple watch um, at your command. If you're a, well, heck if you're, even if you're an old watch owner, definitely a new watch owner, <laughs> but even if you're an old watch owner, you've forgotten the stuff that this thing can do. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I've, I've tried to make it as comprehensive as I can. And, uh, you know, it, we mentioned, uh, before like getting into the nitty gritty of book production. Um, this is a book and I think this sort of, uh, reflects the way Apple positions the, the Apple watch, because when you look, you watch the keynote and you see the videos on the website, you're like, okay, yeah, it can do like these maybe four or five things. And that's kind of cool. And so, I think, oh, well, good. There's not a whole lot that's changed this year, so it's not going to take me long to update the book. And then I get into it, and I'm realizing that, oh, oh, they they completely changed, you know, this this Apple Fitness, uh, sorry, this uh, workout. I keep saying fitness and workout, and they're two different apps. Um, you know, they've they've completely changed how, how you do this one thing in the workout app, um, or you know they've they've completely changed the 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 compass app which is something that they they, they kind of mentioned but it seemed like it was really just an ultra feature um you know there are i want to say five or six new accessibility uh features that are that are in there that are you know great for all sorts of of different uh circumstances like there's one that um if you so they they added the capability to to do different gestures and so there's a setting in there um and of course I should be able to tell you exactly which one it is but I don't have it in front of me um but like like for example um you can get um a notification of some sort um maybe a timer has gone off or uh you know someone has sent you a text and um you know th- this is 
geared toward people who have, um, you know, motor limitations, but you can do a little double pinch. You just go pinch, pinch with your, your thumb and your first finger. And that can trigger, uh, an action. So, you know, like, like you do pinch, pinch, it pops up and that it makes the timer stop, for example. Um, you know, something that, that can be totally useful for anybody, that I don't think uh, gets a whole lot of attention because it's it's kind of this this small thing. But you know, if if you're in the middle of cooking dinner, uh, that's kind of my my common timer example. If you're in the middle of cooking dinner and you've got your you know one hand full of something else and your timer goes off, uh, you know you may not be able to easily just go and turn shut the timer off with the other hand, or you know you're you're trying to you know tap the little button with your nose and it, it, it gets embarrassing, <laughs> but uh, you know, I've been there. I've, I've, I've tried to do that. And with this little, this little feature, you just tap your fingers twice and it makes it go away and you can configure a few different things. So there's, there's just a lot of, 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 of little stuff in there that, that Apple adds and doesn't, doesn't really talk about. Um, another example, like, like you can now create calendar events on your watch, which I think is sort of funny because, uh, you've never been able to really do that unless you used Siri and, you know, are you going to peck at your watch and, and, you know, say, you know, I'm going to have a meeting with Chuck at 4 PM. Well, now you can do that. Maybe your phone's in another room, but you really need to remember to mark this down. Otherwise, Chuck's going to send you an email saying, hey, are you there? <laughs> right? <laughs> so That never um, happens, Jeff. That never happens. Th that never happens. No, <laughs> that was a completely fictional uh, uh, example. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's like stuff like that. And even when you're, when you're looking at the calendar app, it's not really obvious that that is a new capability there. But for a lot of people, that might be how they prefer to, you know, create a, a quick calendar entry or something like that. So you mentioned something there that I really did want to ask you about. Um, and oh. that is, that seems to get overlooked so often. And that is that the Apple watch is Siri capable and oh yeah, it can do, you can do a lot of things by voice with your watch when maybe your phone is not too far away, but it's not specifically in range, and you know, I, I, I use it, I use it on a pretty regular basis. A lot of times, if my phone is in another room, um, and, and it just—it's one of those things that, yeah, we know it's there, and it never seems to get talked about. Mm -hmm. But it's like, wow, this—you know—for for, for those folks who want to walk into the room and you know shout at the air. Um, hey, well, I'm not going to do it, obviously, but hey, right. <laughs> turn on the lights or remind me to or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and they don't have a HomePod or anything of that nature, and their phone maybe again is not with them uh, or or is deep in a pocket somewhere or whatever. Siri does yeah. an amazing job of that with the watch. Yeah, and in fact, um, you know, one of the things that I like about using it on the watch is you don't have to say the magic words to invoke it. So, for example, you know, I mean, 
because I write about all this stuff and because I'm clearly an Apple fanboy, uh, you know, we have a couple of different home pods, um, you know, a couple of laptops and iPads and phones. And so if you say the, Hey, magic word, uh, you, it's not always clear who's going to respond. And it, you know, <laughs> It's supposed to to intelligently figure that out. But also there are times when you want to do something and you don't want to just broadcast that. And so on the watch, you just press and hold the, the digital crown and that invokes our favorite friend whose name I cannot say. Um, you know, it's, it's a, like an unobtrusive way to activate that. Yeah, I you know, I mean, what can I say? I just I find that I use it and sometimes if um okay, well, yeah, this this is I think a fair example. If I'm in in the car um and I have CarPlay plugged in, but maybe I have the music just a little too loud. Um, you know, for and and and, and the CarPlay can't adequately or properly hear me. I can raise my, you know, my my watch up and say, Hey, and it responds, call Jeff Carlson and it will dial it. And then it dials obviously through my phone into CarPlay. And so I'm talking to you in my, on my car and I never mm-hmm. even had to reach for the volume. Now this is clearly a first world issue. Um, but but yeah. you know, at the end <laughs> of the day, it's just one more capability that that it gives you if you think about it or if you start to train yourself and you know, I don't I I mean I need to look into it more because I don't know what else I could be doing with that that is completely hands free if my mic in the car might not be working or functioning as well as I'd like it to when I'm playing something at high volume yeah yeah well um you know I my car um, I have a Bluetooth connection to the stereo, and so you know my my phone can play music through my. It's an old Prius, uh, but you know I bought a little Bluetooth add-on, whatever. Um, so so I you know I, I can play music and listen to podcasts and stuff through my phone, but you don't always want to you know have that 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 distraction of all right you know hang on I need to you know find this song that I'm trying to listen to. And, uh, you know, like you're driving, you don't need to be distracted, but it's so much easier to just raise your wrist and, you know, say the magic words and say, you know, play, you know, album by artist, whatever one that that you had in mind. And then it, that gets into the phone and then it just starts playing and you're not, uh, you know, getting distracted from the road because you just have literally your little digital assistant on your wrist make that happen. And, you know, maybe people don't even think about that because it's, it's not a big advertised feature, but it's just, again, it's like a little convenience that makes things a little bit easier. And in this case, safer so that hopefully you don't trigger one of the other new features of the new watches, which is, uh, you know, it can detect if you're in a car accident, um, which I did not test uh, in any sort of way. Good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. But, you know, knowing that it's there is also kind of one of those, one of those other things. 
that even brings up the, the idea of, you know, I know people who have bought watches for their, um, their older parents. I think maybe we talked about this uh, last year where you've got, um, you know, now we have fall detection. Uh, it has uh, this, this emergency, uh, you know, collision car crash uh, detection based on a bunch of different sensors and motion data. Um, you know, there've been lots and lots of stories of, of people who have, you know, started wearing a watch. They're, you know, perfectly fine health wise and get a little pop-up saying, you know, Hey, you might have atrial fibrillation. And that could be something that never would have manifested itself, but you know, maybe it would have, maybe it would have, you know, become something more serious. And you see that and you're like, huh, well, all right, I guess I need to see if, if, if maybe this is a real thing. And you go to your doctor and the doctor says, yeah, you've got this, this, you know, basically, basically it's a, an irregularity of your heartbeat. And one of the, the new things in watch OS nine is if you do have atrial fibrillation, uh, it can now track that. So it will pay attention to when your your um, the electricity in your heart kind of you know stutters and 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 is irregular, and then you can use that data to then go to your doctor and say, hey, like it seems like maybe this is getting worse, or um, you know I'm getting some some readings that warrant more uh, you know more investigation by a professional who has, you know, the, the real diagnostic equipment. Um, and you know, it, it sounds far fetched, but I, I, I swear every month there's a story in the news that's, you know, um, some guy was setting up his watch for his teenager and it put it on his wrist and it told him that there was this, uh, you know, potential problem and went to the doctor and the doctor was like, yeah, you you need surgery and we're going to save your life. You know, that kind of thing. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the internet. I don't know about you, but I take my privacy pretty seriously and my security even more seriously. If you are in that same camp, then you need to check out NordVPN. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted, so you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. They've also doubled down on keeping you safe with their new threat protection features. Say goodbye to intrusive website ads and malware. Even if you make a mistake and download an infected file, threat protection kicks in and deletes it before it makes a mess of your computer. Don't forget, there's literally no risk to you with their 30-day money-back guarantee. Give it a try, and if you like it, great. If you don't, they'll issue a refund and you can pretend the entire situation never even happened. Check it out at nordvpn.com slash macvoices to get your subscription started today. That's nordvpn, N-O-R-D-V-P-N dot com slash macvoices. Thanks to NordVPN for supporting this week's Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is a fleet visibility solution for Mac, Windows, and Linux that can help you securely scale your business. The challenge with endpoint security has always been that it's difficult to scale, and when remote work took over, that challenge got exponentially harder. 
You need visibility into your fleet of devices in order to meet security goals and reduce service desk tickets. But how do you get that visibility when different parts of your company run on Mac, Windows, and Linux? You get Collide. Collide is an endpoint security solution that gives IT teams a single dashboard for all devices, regardless of their operating system. Collide gives you real-time access to your fleet's data and can do things that traditional MDMs can't. And instead of installing intrusive agents or locking down devices, Collide takes a user-focused approach that communicates security recommendations to your employees directly on Slack. You can answer every question you have about your fleet without intruding on your workforce. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to find out how. If you follow that link, they'll hook you up with a goodie bag just for activating a free trial. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Again, collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for their support of Mac Voices. And I'm hearing more and more stories, and I've experienced it myself, where <clears throat> doctors are looking at this and saying, this is really good to have. And I know one doctor in particular I've talked to has said, look, I, eventually your watch will be able to just send me all your information. Now, there's mm-hmm. an infrastructure associated with that on both ends, but but he's looking forward to that. But meantime, um, you know, he's delighted that I'm wearing an Apple Watch because he can tap into – if there's anything that he wants to look at or needs to look at, he can do that. And he said he's telling all his patients to get Apple Watches for this very mm-hmm. reason. So – and I'm not – just like you're not an extreme sports person, I'm not – I've happily, luckily, I'm I'm in pretty good health and don't have any significant issues, at least that I know of at the moment. But you know, it's going to get it's going to keep getting better, and it's it's sort of like the medical treatment in general. You know, the longer you can stay healthy, the more likely that they will develop something or have developed something that can take care of any mm-hmm. issues that do come up. So I just, I mean, I've started to look almost at the Apple Watches as cheap insurance with everything that it can do, the functionality and all the health stuff and all the protection, the crash detection, um, you know, the, the AFib monitoring, all those things, that's pretty good deal for, uh, for what you're paying. Oh yeah, totally. Um, I, I mean, even, you know, if, if let's say, uh, you know, my mother, uh, was in frail health, uh, you know, I, love the fact that she has an Apple watch because if she, you know, were prone to falls, uh, I would get a notification. Like, like if she falls, there's, there's a chain of events that happens. Um, you know, the, the watch will ask you if, if you've fallen, you know, it's, a, you know, it seems that you've taken a fall. Is that, is that true? Uh, you know, and if she's fine, she can tap it and it goes away. Uh, but let's say, you know, she, she falls and uh, is, is injured or unconscious. Then it calls, uh, you know, emergency services. And then I would get a message saying that, you know, it looks like my mother has, has fallen. And, you know, from that, you can ensure that, that, you know, the paramedics get sent out or I could, you know, call and follow up and, you know, like a, a bunch of little things that you don't think about, but, you know, if, for example, she did have some sort of serious fall, having this sort of notification could get help to her faster. 
And, you know, I'm no paramedic, but anytime that there's some sort of emergency or possible emergency, you know, like, like the clock is always ticking. And so the sooner you can get somebody help, then the better that they will be. And even to the point where if you have this, you know, app that, that, uh, checks your, your heart for, for atrial fibrillation, uh, you know, maybe it never would have been an issue. But if you had a thing that said, hey, something seems a little off, and then you go get it checked out, and your doctor says, oh, yeah, we can give you some medication that fixes it right up. Um, you can also tell I'm not a doctor. Maybe that's not how it works. But, <laughs> but you know, the idea is you have this thing that is going to help you in that way, just as it will help you manage your notifications and, uh, you know, keep you on track for, okay, maybe I do have an issue with my heart. Well, one of the things I need to do is I need to exercise more. All right. I can, I can start really slowly and start walking and then maybe build up from there, or I can use Apple fitness plus and use, uh, you know, which, which, which ties into those videos and it keeps track of your, your, uh, health information on your watch. So maybe you'll, you'll do, a uh, like a, a cycling stationary bike, class and you know you work your way up and then next thing you know you're in better shape and that staves off the possibility of something worse later so you know i don't want to make this sound like okay if you're in ill health you need an apple watch and that will make you magically better no but it will it has the potential to give you the little pushes the little boosts the little incentive to do something to make yourself a little bit better. And then, oh, by the way, you can also uh, have, you know, set four different timers so that when your laundry is done and your uh, oven needs to be turned off and your coffee is ready, it'll tell you all that too, right? I, I've told this story on the show before, and I'll make it a short version, but I had experienced this, uh, I guess, a couple months ago. My girlfriend, girlfriend took a fall. And I received notification mm. on my watch. And, you know, your, your initial reaction is, no, she didn't. I just talked to her an hour ago. And <laughs> yeah, she did. <clears throat> I mean, it, it notified me. It notified her sister. It called emergency services. And, mm. you know, it really does bring it home to you that this is a real thing that it does. And, you know, if, if that had been – if it had been somebody, like you say, an elder parent or whatever, and maybe they fell down the steps and maybe their phone, you know – fell away from them or they didn't have it with them. They could use the S lady to, you know, to call for help. They could tell it to dial, yeah. you know, dial Jeff Carlson. And you may not be a paramedic, but you're the next best thing. Um, so, you know, there, there are all these little features and yeah, we look at them and some of those things you think, no, I'll never need that. And it's, it, sometimes you do. And when well, you need it, you really, really need it. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, to bring this back to the, to the ultra, you know, so many times you'll say, well, I'm never going to need that. And the point of some of these things is not that you're going to use it. It's that it's there just in case you do. So, for example, if you are out in the wilderness and uh, you have no way to contact anybody, then maybe the backtrack will point you in the right direction. Uh, if you're injured, the Ultra has this... Um, 
the siren feature. And it, uh, I can't remember the exact decibel, but basically it emits this very loud uh, chirp with a, a, a specific pattern. So you can tell like this isn't a bird, like somebody somewhere is in need of help. And so if you are, you know, off the beaten track and you have a broken leg or something, uh, you know, there is a better than nothing chance that someone might hear that chirp or at least, you know, hear something enough that they'd be like, I think there's somebody out there. And then, you know, you scramble emergency services and it just makes it that much, uh, one step easier to finding somebody who is in trouble. And I fully expect that, you know, next year at this time or six months at this time, Apple will probably point to some of the people who, you know, ran into situations like that. Um, you know, so many hikers and, uh, um, you know, well, the hiking is the first thing that comes to mind, but there, there are so many people who, you know, they do not go out into the wilderness thinking that they're, that, that anything bad is going to happen because nothing bad has ever happened. And then you get somebody who, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's too hot. They get dehydrated. They didn't bring enough water. They get turned around, you know, like, like nothing really of their own fault other than just not being properly prepared. And they find themselves in a situation where they need to be rescued. And sometimes, you know, that's not even, you know, out in the middle of the Canadian tundra, it, it can be in a, you know, fairly well-trod path that somebody just got lost on. And you have these, these features, you know, with, with, with the watch and then uh, with the new iPhones and the, the coming uh, ability to, to connect to a satellite in, in an emergency situation, you know, like it, it all adds up as we were saying, it's like a bunch of small things that piece together into a bigger, uh, a bigger hole that is better for you overall. And this is the point where I say, okay, Jeff, aren't you kind of overselling this a little bit? Like, all right, the iPhone will save the world and it'll keep you healthy and safe all the time. No, but does it allow me to do a lot more uh, with more confidence than I would if I didn't have that or if it didn't exist? Absolutely. And it's, in some ways, it's too bad. I, I like the fact that we've wrapped up with some of this stuff because it is so important. I, I dislike that we wrapped it up with some of this stuff because it's the kind of stuff that kind of has a negative vibe to it that you don't want to think yeah. about happening. <laughs> Doom and gloom. <laughs> but, you know, after we finish this uh, this this show – I'm going to go and get in my car and go get some dinner and I'm going to put a seatbelt on. And I absolutely do not expect to need that seatbelt, but mm -hmm. I've had occasions where I didn't expect to need it then. And it, it saved me from serious injury. So, yeah. you know, it wasn't <clears throat> up to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so these are all features that, you know, all the, all the, the features we talked early on are the convenience features and the productivity features and the usability features. Then we got into mm -hmm. the safety features and security features and preventative, uh, preventative maintenance. Sorry, preventative um, <laughs> activities. Uh, you know, so that's just that the Apple Watch brings all this together into one little package that straps on your wrist, 
And Jeff's book will tell you how to get the most out of all those features, the the ones that are, you know, may, might have a negative connotation and the ones that have positive connotations. Jeff, what um, the the book is obviously available now as we as as the folks hear this, um, and mm-hmm. the pricing is as usual. You know, a take control book level pricing, and I'm sure Joe will yeah. probably have up have some bundles up as well um, for this and uh, and some of the other things. Uh, that the take control authors have done. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it 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 retails for uh, fifteen dollars, and I think if there's um, if you own a previous edition, um, you will have gotten an email with with some upgrade pricing. Uh, you know, it depends on when you've bought the previous edition. All of that that sort of sales stuff. Um, I, I will point out just to to reinforce how much is in this book. Um, this is now a 246 page book, which I never anticipated when I started writing this, uh, because the watch, you know, like it, it, it only did a few things and this is even, you know, not trying to be as comprehensive as I can, but you know, I don't spend pages and pages and pages on every feature cause it doesn't really need it. Uh, and so, you know, like, like this is a, a densely terse packed book of information that surprises me every time that there's so much in it because there's so much that the watch can do. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm a little proud. It's, it's 246 pages. <laughs> it's a lot of work to, <laughs> to update. Um, and, uh, you know, all of that is so that if you have a watch and you have a question, you can just, open the book, find your answer, and, and and there you go. And you don't have to go and navigate all of Apple's support uh, documentation and all the stuff that I've already done for you. So that's that's a big part of, 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 of the take control ethos, really. Yeah, and you know, just because it's 246 pages doesn't mean you have to read all 246 pages. You oh, pick right. the p- parts that are relevant to you. But I, I would definitely tell you if you've gotten the book and you've got it, you know, do a little exploring and look at things that maybe you, you aren't sure about or maybe haven't heard about or you know, just find out if those capabilities are for you because you've got the book right there. Why not? Yeah, well, and it works really well because again, this is something that's on your wrist. So you know, you can have the book open, say, on an iPad, and just sit on the couch and. <laughs> Hello, there's our little assistant popping up. Uh, and <laughs> you can sit on the couch and, uh, you know, just just explore right there with it. Uh, it's, it's, it's super handy. Um, and, you know, I, I, again, like if the watch is always there, it's perfect for all those like downtimes when you're, you're waiting for something or you're standing in line or, you know, whatever, like there's, there's so much to explore in it. It's kind of incredible. Agreed. So takecontrolbooks.com is where you go to get Jeff's book um, and all the other great books from all the other great control, take control authors. Jeff, I know you always have new projects in the works. Um, When you're ready to talk about whatever the next one is, please let us know and we'll have you back. Absolutely. I love coming on. I love having you. Thanks so much. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. You know how much I love Take Control books, and I love books like this because they let me find out things about devices I already have that I didn't know about, and I can get even more use out of them. Go check it out. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching.
Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.